Welcome back to Bible and Brew, Landon and Ben. Landon, today's a big day. Why is today a big day? Why is today a big day? Well, if you all remember, Ben and I were featured in the March Vestry Papers for the Episcopal Church Foundation, uh, well, obviously in March, and that had a nationwide audience, and from that, Ben and I have been sponsored. Hey, we have been sponsored <laughs> by... Kurt and Sylvia, who have read those uh, article, the article that Ben and I were in, and the beverage that we are now sponsored by is Ben. It's Patera. 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 B e t e r a. B e t e r a. Now I haven't had the uh, opportunity to taste it yet, but it is in the mail and coming to us. And we've been in contact uh, with Kurt and Sylvia, and I am excited to uh, taste this beverage. It's a non-alcoholic one, though. It's a botanical, yeah. So botanical. it's a little bit new for us, but it'll be great. New, but but uh, great, and it's the uh, first of many. And uh, just a big shout out uh, uh, to to Kurt and Sylvia. And I'm I'm actually really excited uh, for this. I heard the news, and I was like, wow, we are we made it. Right. We made it. These the green all the way from Hawaii, too. All the way from Hawaii. Eshpak, know? I think is their last name. You guys can correct me. Kurt Vasilia. Yeah. By the grace by the grace of God, we have been sponsored. And so count your <laughs> blessings. Count your blessings for the small things that happen in your life. We'd say we could hang it up now, but we're not hanging it up. So we're not keep... hanging up. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. And that was on my bucket list. If I have a bucket list, and to get sponsored was number one. And so I can now cross it off. Thank you. Thank you, Kurt and Sylvia. And thank you for, for Rita. For <laughs> Patera. <laughs> Patera. Everyone's going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I spelled it. I spelled it. You know, I have, you did, you did. Uh, I spelled it out. You've done your part. So next week, uh, we will, God willing, taste this. And review. And give our review. Um, but obviously, we're going to be very generous because it's our first sponsor. You know, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be very fair though. We're gonna be very, very fair. Oh, very fair. Yes, we can't be uh, disheartening to it. But uh, thank you, uh, Kurt and Sylvia, and we appreciate you listening and also reading those uh, article that Ben and I wrote in March. Uh, ben, what's for the lectionary text this Sunday? This Sunday is July fourth, as you know, and so what are we gonna read this Sunday, America Day, Independence Day? What do we read? We don't read constitution we read from the gospel according to saint mark and what do we read about well jesus saying he's in his own hometown where he grew up and everyone doubts him and this is that famous line where that famous line comes from when he says prophets are not without honor except in their hometown and among their own kin so when you whenever you hear that saying a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown that's kind of modern parlance for like well my family doesn't really like me that much or they don't take me seriously. Well, that comes from Jesus, and that comes from right here. And then in the second paragraph, the paragraph I'll probably preach on, uh, he you know, essentially talks about sending people out two by two. And um, yeah, he sends them out, and they're not to take any bread, no bag, nothing. They're just to go out there, and if people welcome them, awesome. And if they don't, shake the dust off your feet, and then don't worry about it. Just proclaim yeah. Repentance of sins, cast out demons, anoint people with oil, heal the sick, proclaim the gospel, do the work. So, Landon, 
what do you do with a text like this one? Well, like one of the things is like when I picture Jesus, I picture him as this oh, divine being, but also human being, both dual natures. But I picture him like not having trouble doing miracles, not having trouble doing healings. When I picture Jesus, there is an immediate uh, deed of power being done by, you know, the woman who touched his cloth last week and was immediately healed. And he said, who touched me? I felt power rush out of my body. But we hear that he comes home to his hometown and he could do nothing there. He couldn't heal or no, he actually said he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. But it says could do no deed of power there. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Um, but it's just like throughout the, the four gospels, we continue to see Jesus, a healer and a miracle worker. But when he goes home, he can't do as many deeds of power there. My question is why? And so I would offer for our consideration is because everyone has seen him grow up as a kid from birth to um, a toddler, to a young person, to an adolescent uh, uh, a-hole. <laughs> Is that justifiable? Like a teenager probably trying to figure out his own life, his own uh, body, what was going on in his humanistic realm. And people had their preconceived notions. And so when Jesus comes back as a, as a man, as an adult, they still see him as that child and saying, hold on a minute. I remember you when you had a diaper on. I remember you when you were uh, in the courtyard, in the playground, you know, getting in into like petty things. And now you're coming back and you're trying to convey this message, but I have, I remember you when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I think it's good for people like Landon and me who uh, might see people come up in the church and we, you know, saw them become a Christian. We witnessed to them and suddenly they're going off to seminary and they're trying to teach us a thing or two. And we're like, hey, I knew you before you win this at all. So I think it is a, a humbling thing for teachers, because uh, oftentimes we're in the same boat. But yeah, no, I, I don't know if we're supposed to do too much with like, he couldn't do any miracles there. I think, do think it's interesting that there is like a correlation between Jesus healing, Jesus doing the, performing these wonders and people being receptive to it. And here they're just not receptive to it at all. And so he just yeah. doesn't do it. Uh, I think yeah. that's what we're supposed to see. And the, the few people who are receptive are the ones he he heals, but he is amazed by the lack of receptivity, the lack of faith among yeah. his own you know, brothers, sisters, you know, aunts, uncles, etc. Um, ben, what, what happens when you uh, go home to, is it, is it Pittsburgh? Is that your hometown? New Jersey. New Jersey. Then why don't, why am I thinking Pittsburgh? I lived there for 10 years. So. 10 years you lived there. And then, but your hometown is what city in New Jersey? It's like the Princeton Trenton area in New Jersey. So what city is that, Ben? <laughs> but nobody knows People know Prince and Trent. They don't know Robinsville. What happens when you go home and people now realize that you are a man of the cloth or a man of God? Uh, what What is that like for you? Hmm. Actually, an interesting question because uh, recently, so acquaintances of mine kind of friends from back in high school they have this podcast called uh, garden state revelry 
and they've asked me to be a part of it. And uh, these were kids who I got in trouble with back in the day. And, but now they, you know, through Instagram, through Facebook, they see me as this priest. And so, I mean, they, they've had a lot of changes in their lives too. And uh, yeah, so they want me to be a, a guest on the podcast. So we'll see, we'll see if we can make that mm-hmm. happen. But I've not received like hate or rate or anything. I think people have been like, curious or like, oh, wow, that's how Ben ended up. I think some people are like, well, I'm not so surprised. But yeah, what about you? What about you, Lana, when you go back home? So, you know, the usual, when I go back home, uh, it first begins with a police escort from wherever I'm at to my home. And then I, the police obviously leave, but it's an escort, a small parade, small fireworks. Um, You're a toga son. Which, which is the minimal I would allow, you know, there's obviously you can go above and beyond from that, but that's the minimal. Yeah. Um, no, but um, I'll say this. Uh, I was a troublemaker getting into um, some pretty uh, things that are not uh, pro being a priest. Uh, I was a sinner. Let's just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I was a sinner and I'll leave it at this quote. No right one right. has it. Finds that hard to believe. I, I, I'll, I'll leave it at this quote right here. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Amen. Amen. At a, cert- at a certain point, you got to leave your old ways and your heart is then transformed with this gospel message. And you try to strive as best as you can as a valuable human being to continue to embody what has changed you uh, so much throughout your course of the life. But in the end, we're not perfect. We strive to be perfect. We strive to be Christ-like. Um, but I know my flaws. I know um, the hurdles that I've uh, went through in my own life. But I'm trying to continually to wake up uh, every day and strive to be uh, Christ-like as best as I can. And sometimes I really just fail. I really just F up hardcore. Um, but God continues to give me more opportunities um, to lead people to God's self. And uh, at the end of the day, um, I can look God uh, face to face, not face to face, but I look God in spirit face to face and say, I've, I've tried my best. Um, and hopefully I'll have a response saying, uh, good and faithful servant. Well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, the work of Christ on your behalf. But I think what you said there works perfectly with the second paragraph because, right, they are going out and they are proclaiming that all should repent. And the Christian life really is about less so, uh, you know, we're on this linear chart getting better and better and better. Uh, It's about beginning again each and every day, each and every minute (laughs) on some level. And um, the Christian life, I think, can be understood that way. The Christian life is about repentance and faith, uh, just because Landon and I are priests now does not mean we do everything right. Just ask our peers, <laughs> just ask our uh, fellow priests. Um, but again, the same thing it is for you, it is for me and Landon. We begin again, repent, we have faith on repeat. And thank God that our Lord is for us and that our Lord went to the cross for us so that when we go to meet him, we don't have to worry about, well, did I do well enough? Did I change my ways well enough? I mean, I hope I have, but ultimately our standing before the Lord is based on what Jesus does. So we just keep proclaiming that same word, repent and believe. 
every Sunday, every day to you and to ourselves. Amen. Amen. So Ben, before we go, what, what are you uh, up to this, this weekend for this 4th of July? I like this. I like this. Well, uh, that's, I mean, so my rector, the rector of the parish is still away. So I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, gotta- yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> uh, yeah. but i mean yeah i'm hoping to uh have a little fun after the church service on july 4th what are you up to maybe i'll crash so, your party or we'll yeah. throw a party i mean you are most welcome i'm gonna be up in lake george new york yes lake george and actually i was gonna invite you to that uh off are you going after church on sunday uh, so I'm going up uh, Friday, so Thursday evening, okay. going to uh, be at the church for a little bit and then take a train back and uh, and then come back uh, Saturday evening. But let's, I mean, I'll talk to you off, off the air about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Everyone's invited. Maybe. All Lake you George, listeners. Not, Lake George, be there. Lake George, Lake no, George be there. For you, but be there. Yes. <laughs> and if you're not there, you'll be there in spirit. But folks, thank you again for listening. And uh, today is a very special day. Ben and I have, uh, I guess, right. hit, hit our peak. Matera. It's all downhill from here, I feel like. Nah, man, we're going to go uphill. <laughs> more <laughs> and more influencing. More and more. I feel it. Okay. Well, thank you again for listening. Uh, and as we continue to uh, preach to the nuns and duns in particular, but all who feel called to listen to this podcast, we hope you feel inspired and go out and embody this Christian message of love and grace. Until next time.